Well, I'm back. It's only been a couple days, hasn't it? A few days? I don't know. It's uh, February 25th. Um, I don't even bother keeping track anymore. I'm just, again, spouting off, ranting, raving. and Anyway, uh, yeah, it's been a, well, a heavy couple of weeks, actually, in this country. And, uh, you know, I guess, I mean... I can go into the diatribes and all this shit, like, of what's been going on with all the blockades, and, you know, talk about that, or, you know, talk about something more personal again, uh, try to keep it light, like I said, I'm trying to, prom- you know, trying, trying to keep that promise, right, unlike, you know, unlike, uh, a certain Prime Minister we got who can't seem to keep any promises, but... Anyway, um, you know, I figure I just dive into some more job site tales, and uh, you know, it's your buddy, it's your pal, it's the brown Bolshevik, you flesh bags out there, um, and uh, yeah, I hope the work week's going well for you. Uh, it was weird last week. It's you know, it was a short work week, like, I think, if any of you are American or whatever, you had President's Day, and then we had our family day up here in Canada, and, uh, you know, for a four-day work week, it sure felt like a fucking five-day work work week, uh, I didn't, you know, seem to feel any different, otherwise, uh, I didn't feel like I had any extra time off, to be honest, and, uh, yeah, Anyway, back at or pitter patter, you know what I mean. So, uh, just gotta get down to the grind and do it, right? So, anyway, uh, I don't know, because uh, I had you know worked various projects and whatever, and just seen some silly shit. But I think early in my work career uh, was some of the most interesting. Um, and I'll kind of bounce around from like early in my work career to later in my, in, well, and I'm still working now. Like I'm going to work till I fucking drop dead, obviously, because, you know, there's no pension for me um, other than, you know, some shitty RSP savings that isn't making me jack shit. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, I can look forward to like, yeah, pretty much dropping dead on a job site somewhere because, well you know, I won't have the ability to retire, so, um, anyway, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> one story I got, oh, this is a pretty fucking good one, um, like, before I got my trade ticket, you know, I, I had bounced around a lot of jobs, especially in the 90s, the 90s, you know, get out of high school, all that, and I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do, right, and, so it was labor jobs and warehousing jobs and all that kind of jazz, right? And uh, uh, one time, well, there's one I could kind of laugh. You know, it was embarrassing, but I can laugh, look back at it and laugh now. But uh, I was working in this one warehouse and shit, I couldn't have been, well, what, 18, 19, something like that. Yeah, I think it was about 1920, something like that, whatever. Um, and, man, yeah, that was so long ago. Fuck, that was over 20 years. Well over 20 years. Um, so anyway, uh, uh, I was driving a forklift, and 
it was pretty mundane, pretty boring. Uh, just pulling pallets off shelves, unloading trucks, whatever, right? Whatever, it, it paid somewhat, and but not as good as I would have liked, but because apparently our Ontario counterparts, because I this was in Calgary and in Ontario, our counterparts in Ontario. We're probably making five bucks more an hour than us, and I think it was because they were unionized. And I'm like, well, why aren't we doing the same? But that's neither here nor there. I mean, you can't go back and fucking change that shit. So, um, anyway, uh, so <laughs> I, uh, one time though, <laughs> there's a, a woman that worked up in the office, and sometimes she'd come down to the, uh, the floor and, she was pretty attractive, really nice booty on her, and I had the forks up, wasn't paying attention, and was backing up, and yeah, I kind of hit a roof or whatever, or this entrance or whatever, <laughs> anyway, you know, smacked up the forks and all that shit, it was, uh, and you know, everybody saw me do it, and yeah, they knew why, so, mm, what are you going to do, shit happens, uh, nobody got hurt, that's a good thing, right? But, hey, these things happen, right? So, um, but then jumping forward, uh, yeah, I, I used to, uh, this one, one time, uh, we were up in, uh, right, I get on with this one company, and, uh, up north, and uh, good company, um, you know, up in the oil sands, and you know, my rotational crew was a lot of laughs. Like, uh, a few guys from Newfoundland, which some of them was tough to understand, uh, great bunch of guys, but we had this one guy, and it made no sense to me. He, um, I don't know, he had, like, kind of like that Hitler, Hitler youth hairdo kind of deal, and he was just really kind of, I don't know, neurotic, I, I would say, like, but he was strange, he, um, he, one time... Like, I think the only guys he had issues with... And, like, these guys were good workers. They worked safe or whatever, and... Uh, I don't know what his deal was, but, uh... You know... Uh, I don't I don't know. These guys, I know they were from Africa. What country? I have no idea. And really, it didn't matter to me, because... You know what? You're legally entitled to work in Canada. To me, you're a Canadian, and you're working, right? And you're up north, and you know, you're in the shit with all of us, right, and they were good guys, and all that, and anyway, he always had an issue with one or two of them, and it just seemed like, uh, you know what, like, okay, your Hitler haircut ain't working, you know what I mean, it's looking bad on you guys, you know, like, relax, right, you think everyone just needs to chill out, and, you know, this is a safe work environment, and the beauty of the you know, the site we were working is they they put an absolute emphasis on safety. It was no job was worth your life, right? No amount of pay, anything like that. And 
it was a real eye opener, right? Like, of to me, like really what a work site should be. Like, you know, I shouldn't be taking risks just to earn a fucking paycheck. And you know, you know, I kind of carried that with me. But getting back to this guy, and you know, I won't name him. Uh, I don't. I don't even. I, I think I had him as a contact for a while, and then, you know, we just, whatever. You know, you don't stay in touch with everyone. It was only a handful of guys in all my years of working around in all these different places and jobs and companies. And you always pick one, you know, there's always maybe one or two guys that you'd stay in touch with or whatever. There's a few guys from another company that I, you know, occasionally we, you know, still correspond or whatever. But anyway, uh, but getting back to this dude, like, Hitler haircut boy, fuck, so, one day we were sitting in the lunchroom, and I can't remember if it was, like, uh, you know, we'd have these safety stand-downs, and basically what a safety stand-down was is, you know, basically you put down your tools, you don't fucking do anything until, in in our case it was lightning, and until, you know, the higher-ups give the okay to go back to work right so we had you know a bunch of lightning strikes and it's like okay you can't go outside and work on anything and especially at heights right so anyway this guy we're talking and he was like you ever eat a block of cheese like a big big block of cheese like and i'm like well me being lactose intolerant no um and i mean i do like cheese and i know i shouldn't eat it but i do anyway but he was like, yeah, if you eat a real big block of cheese before you go to bed, you'll have the weirdest dreams. And I'm just like, okay, who does that? Like, who eats a big-ass fucking block of cheese and then goes to sleep? Like, fuck, you think your guts are fucking kill you, right? But whatever. Um, I was involved to put the experiment to the test, but eh, each their own, I, I mean... I guess he had a craving one time for a block of cheese and he had weird fucking dreams. I don't know. Um, and then, oh, uh, another good one was like one time I'm working up in the Yukon and, uh, you know, we all shared this house. Like we all had a room or whatever, the staff house or whatever. And uh, some other company I worked for and this one guy, uh, We'll just call him Ty. Ty. We'll call him Ty. Yeah. And anyway, he uh, he was funny because he would be like, he's really skinny, but he was also like really animated and you know just actually brutally honest, which was actually kind of refreshing, right? Like, you know, he could be annoying as fuck sometimes, but he was like. He was a good worker, heart, you know, did, you know, did whatever you really asked of him, right? But, you know, he just wanted to be efficient and whatnot. But it was funny, you know, I would get him drunk on rum. I bought him some rum once and he, uh, <laughs> and I know this is going to sound like, you know, were you guys like, you know, getting all homo or whatever, but I don't know how fucking appropriate that is. Like, look. I'm not politically correct. I'm not trying, you know, I'm not going to try to be. So, you know, because it's, you know, really for the most part, it was most of us guys, right? So, and, uh, 
We nicknamed him uh, Gay Balls. I don't know why we nicknamed him Gay Balls. Uh, it was just like, it just seemed to suit him. Or he had like that nose, like from that, what was that, the Headless Horseman, Ichabod Crane or whatever. Yeah, he had a nose like that. Yeah, we called him Ichabod too. But uh, yeah, and he, uh, yeah, he, we got all drunk and then he took off, took off his shirt and and I forget somebody called we called out or someone called out and it's like hey gay balls and he's like he had his shirt off and he's like you haven't seen balls so gay now I never saw his balls thankfully oh speaking of balls though like I did see some balls once but I'll get back to that later and that was in Fort Mac now anyway now gay balls like I was like wait a minute like because he had his shirt off and I was like what the fuck man like your tattoo doesn't look finished. It was like this across his chest, and it was like a fucking. It looked like an attempt at like a bat or something, right? Or maybe he was gonna get the Batman insignia on his chest. I don't know. Like it looked really bad though, and that's you know another topic for another time. Like you know bad tattoos, right? We can get get into that. Like you know, uh, actually that'd be a good one. Like if you follow me on. Uh, Twitter or whatever, like, yeah, DM me or even post me, you know, post something to me, and I'll respond like, you know, bad tattoos, right? Like, just put in the hashtag bad bad tattoo pictures or something, like, you know what I mean? And we can share, you know, pull up bad tattoos and have fun with it, right? Why not? Like, I think that's fucking hilarious, right? I think some chick got. Anyway, we won't. We'll. We'll do that for another show or whatever. Talk about bad tattoos, maybe. But, uh... Because, uh, yeah, actually, there's another guy I worked with I can tell you stories about. Um, fuck, man. Oh. Oh, yeah. The guy that cut his fucking thumb off. Shit. This is another job I had early in my days before I got my trade ticket. So I'm working in this fucking manufacturing plant or whatever in, uh... I don't know, it was like North Calgary or whatever, right? And Basically, it was like building prefab saunas. It was fucking boring as fuck. I was like sanding so fucking much in the cedar dust. And like, so you're masked up all day. It was fucking really uncomfortable. Your face got all sweaty. It was gross. Anyway, so one thing I never do... No, I won't lie. I won't say I, you know, back in the day, I didn't, you know, go have a couple beers at fucking lunch, right? But, you know, being this place, like, you know, a lot of circular saws, reciprocating saws, and table saws, and band saws, and planers, and all this shit, like, you know what I mean? I don't think it was, you know, pneumatic nailers. You know, not the place to kind of fuck around and get fucked up, right? You know, especially, you know, on shift, right? So, anyway, I don't know. I don't know, like, so these two guys I, I knew, like, they got high. They, they went out for lunch, got fucking right racked, and uh, it was... It was fucking hilarious, right? They come back. And it seemed funny at the time, right? Like, I wasn't high, right? I was like, eh, I don't think it was the greatest idea. Because the one guy, he worked table saw, and yeah, you think you know, 
you probably got an idea of where this is going. So he's not paying attention. He's pushing boards through the table saw. And they're like joking back for fucking at each other's station. And Buddy goes to push. And I can't even remember. Like, here's the thing. You know, safety practices come into effect for a very fucking obvious reason when a fucking serious incident happens. Now, I can't remember wholeheartedly if the guard was on this fucking table saw. Because if the guard was on it, there's no way he... Well, he basically cut his thumb right the fuck off. And it landed somewhere in a pile of fucking sawdust. And I'm like, whatever, doing my thing. And I look up and he is literally in shock. Holding his fucking hand. And you can see where his thumb should be, but it's not there. And like blood squirting out about fucking three feet in the fucking air, right? So, I'm like, motherfucker, I fucking, you know, you know incident, whatever, right? I, I can't even remember what the fucking thing was. I was just like, we need a fucking medic or whatever, right? And I go to my buddy, I go, go get some fucking help, right? This guy's in shock, right? He runs over and shuts the fucking saw down. Like, that's the most important thing at the moment, right? I'm like, I don't think he's pushing any boards anymore, right? Fuck. So, anyway... You know, I go get uh, a senior person of the crew that's trained in first aid. They get him to the hospital. Now, I feel bad for this guy, right? But at the same time, you did get fucking high at lunch, and this is the kind of shit that happens. And he was kind of down in the dumps for a while, like, staring at his hand where his thumb used to be because it fucking got hamburgered up, right? Like, it was just mangled. There's no reattaching this motherfucker. So, I mean, when they did find it, like, it was just, uh, fuck, there was no fucking point. So he lost the thumb, and, you know, I think the, I know I should feel bad for this, but I actually was like, you know, because we hadn't seen him in a week, and we thought we'd stop by and say hi and all that, and he was kind of depressed and all that, and I actually gave him a thumbs up, like, you know, hey, get better, right, and, and probably not the best move on my part. But I think the last story I'll tell, um, what, where the fuck was I going to go with that? Hold on. Pause for the cause. All right. Well, I'm back. I had a brief smoke break, but you wouldn't know that. Um, hopefully when I get a, if this thing ever really can take off, fuck, hopefully. Uh, yeah. You know, I could have a studio and smoke and drink and, well, I'm drinking now, but I can't smoke in my apartment, right? So... But another story, and you know, I know this is rambling on here. And another good one was one time I'm working at this project, and I think I mentioned this in the other tales of the job site. Job site tales. Uh, if you're not following an order, whatever, it doesn't matter. The point of the matter is, I was working at this one job site, and it was like. 32 days straight stint, which legally you can't do, but anyway, it was south of Fort Mac or whatever, and by about day 18, I was losing my mar- losing my mind. You get tired of, like, go to work, go to camp, eat, go, you know, work out a little bit, go to your room, you know, watch some porn, go to bed, right? Um, I... So I told my boss, I was like, look, my foreman, who was a fat piece of shit, like, honestly, I hate this fucking guy to this day. But anyway, um, 
I was like, look, you know, we're coming up on 20 days. I need a fucking break, at least a fucking day break in between this 32-day shift that you've seemed to magically requested, which I can't understand is how it was even legal. I made fat cash, though, like... I won't lie, like, fuck, it was fucking fat cash, man, like, I walked away with a good chunk of change, but regardless, so, I'm, uh, I do this, or, I, I get, you know, I'm like, I get a day off, and now, I don't want to spend a fucking, my day off in fucking camp, right, like, I got the following day off, so, I got a buddy pick me up afterward, and we got fucking lit like I mean we got fucking hammered so we went to this fucking pub uh, downtown Fort Mac and uh, the fucking Padola and it was fucking awesome man waitresses were fucking dynamite man like every one of them smoking hot and fucking probably the best fucking service you could ever ask for like and I, I mean I'm not just talking about their looks like I mean like you know what I mean, like, your beer was never empty, you know, if it was fucking, you know, like, your beer, you could be on that last step, and that next beer was in front of you, like, it was fucking phenomenal, anyway, uh, I go to the can, and there's, like, a group of, like, four guys or whatever, and I'm thinking, fuck, you know, I thought, like, you know, they were gonna make some trouble, I'm like, whoa, 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 like, they're like, no, you gotta see this, and I go, see what? And like, this guy's balls, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to. And then he he whips out his balls, and like, it was like he had elephantitis of the nuts. Like, and if you have never seen, like, I mean, they were fucking the size of horse balls. Like, I don't know how many of you have seen horse balls, but like, they're fucking big. Like, and like, this guy had some big fucking balls, man. Like. I mean, imagine, fuck, like, I know I'm talking about another guy's fucking balls here, and, like, but they were, like, the biggest balls I have ever fucking seen, like, massive, 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 massive fucking balls, like, now, ladies, sorry, I never saw his wiener, I don't care for that, all I know is, like, this guy had abnormally large balls, and I recommended he go see a physician, because, yeah, I don't think it was normal. Anyway, those were tales from the job site. I should get going to bed because I've got a long day at work tomorrow. Meat bags, you flesh sacks. Take it easy. Don't work too fucking hard because it ain't worth it. You ain't going to get any further ahead. Not where we're at anyway. Cheers. Till next time. This is the Brown Bolshevik, and you can follow me on... I'm also on Spotify, so... But if you listen to Anchor, then you get the music, so...